Welcome to the Atlanta Legacy Makers podcast. I'm Floyd Hall. Ryan Wilson is an emerging business leader who has created space for Atlantans of all backgrounds to build community. In this conversation, I chat with Ryan about starting the gathering spot, fostering and supporting Atlanta culture, and what drives his decision-making. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Glad to have some time with you today, Ryan. Um, I would like to ask Atlanta natives, you know, what is what is your Atlanta story? Um, how did you grow up? Where did you grow up? What were your earliest um, perspectives of what Atlanta was as a city? By far, the, the moment that I remember the most was in 96. I was six years old. And I remember the Olympics coming to town. And why that was so important to me is that it was the first time where my cousins, I have family that lives all over the country, but like where the world's eyes were on Atlanta. And there was a, a different type of pride that, that Atlanta, out of all the places that the Olympics could be, um, that we were the city that got to, to host um, that event. And so I've, I've lived on a bunch of different corners of the city. We lived north of the city at one point, but um, in 96, where I feel like Atlanta really stepped into the world stage on a, in a different way, is uh, the time that I, that my pride in terms of being from here, where that really, really got started and um, hasn't ever stopped. Ryan, for our listeners out there who may not know what the gathering spot is, could you kind of give a brief rundown of, of what the gathering spot is, but also what, what was your initial vision for what the gathering spot would ultimately become? So the gathering spot's a, a private membership club rooted in community and culture um, by way of space. We have event space, we curate, but also host a lot of events uh, pre-COVID. We hosted 2,400 events in, in 2019. Um, we operate a full restaurant and bar. It's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, full service. And then we have collaborative workspace that is really any type of work environment that you need, private offices, long workstations, conference rooms. Um, but the business and what we do here, what I've always cared about are the people that make the community uh, what what TGS really is on day to day. And so youngest member is 21, oldest is 88. And just like Atlanta, the full spectrum of of what the city has to offer is reflected in the membership. So there are creatives here, there are entrepreneurs here, there are people that are working for some of the largest companies in town that are members of the club. And more than anything else, um, our, our job is to connect uh, those, those people to one another uh, through experiences that we host, but then also um, through a variety of other programs that the club has that, um, that hope to try to create a context for people to know one another better. So um, that's always been our inspiration, what I've always been most passionate about. And um, thankfully, what Atlanta it were embraced when we uh, we opened almost five years ago. Tell me about your first day at the gathering spot. Go back to that that first time when you all first opened. What was your first day like? So it, it was stressful. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, we we had practiced a ton. Our, our team would come in and we would do rehearsals on what the experience would be like but you really like there's nothing like like game time 
uh, pressure. <laughs> and so um, I, I was extremely, extremely uh, excited, but at the same time stressed because I wanted people to really enjoy what we had at that point spent over a couple of years trying to build. Um, but it, I will never forget the day though, because when just watching folks come in the door for the first time and the small things, right? I, I remember the first time someone asked for a soda at the club. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, like we have that. And as small as that seems, um, when you've been working for a really long time on trying to get something created to, to exist, and a person comes in and the most simple things like being able to order soda they can do, it's really, really exciting. So I, uh, I just remember walking around the club every that entire day, just watching folks actually start to use uh, the space and meet one another and thinking that we were on the right track. Um, and yeah, something that I'll, I'll never forget. What do you think it was that you got right? Because I feel like there's lots of places in Atlanta that are trying to bring folks together, that are trying to create and cultivate culture. But what do you feel like you and the Gathering Spot team got right in terms of your approach or your process or your outreach? Like what what was it that you think really kind of um, helps you hit the target? I mean, th this business comes from us, right? So, so the the thing that um, we we got right to put it that way was that we just stayed true to ourselves, right? We didn't try to build something um, that we didn't understand, and we didn't try to build something for a group that of people that we didn't understand. And we've always used um, ourselves as a team as kind of the litmus test for what whatever decisions we should be making in the business and. So far, it served us well, but I, I think when you look at Atlanta, too, um, we really embraced what I think is really special about this city is that the, the culture that's here, which I, I think is our largest export. I think more than it, anything else, what Atlantans are around the world is the culture um, that we, we we create here. But it's a, Atlanta's a small, it has a small town feel. It's a big city, but it has a, a small town uh, feel, and we wanted to keep that as a part of the TGS experience um, through and through. So um, for anybody that's building anything, authenticity and staying true to who you are is the, the best bet. And that's, that's been the way that we pursued um, everything that we're doing here at TGS, no matter really what we're talking about. That's, that's always kind of our, our North Star. As anyone knows, growing and building a business in doing so, you make a lot of decisions. Can you maybe talk about one or two pivotal decisions that that you made, that the team made in, in growing the gathering spot that you think back on were really pivotal um, pivot points for you um, that just kind of maybe put you on the path to where you are right now? I mean, the, the, the first one is that we, we decided to start here. Um, I was I was in school in D.C. I went to undergrad and law school in D.C. And so for a while we were talking about opening uh, TGS in D.C. I mean, I was talking to one of my college roommates who's now my business partner. Um, and we thought D.C. Uh, could, could be a good fit. 
we still believe that the second club um, that we're opening is in D.C. But I think that had we started anywhere else besides Atlanta, that that would have been a, a really, really big mistake. Um, this city is the only place where some 24-year-old um, black kids with no experience in business could have a dream and have uh, the city support uh, that that dream in a way that gives us the chance to continue to go on and expand. Past that, there are a million decisions that, that we've made over the years. Um, but, I mean, the other key ones, our team, very, very important. Uh, we've had most of the folks that are working um, in the business now be with us the entire time. Um, and so there are, there are kind of where you go and, and who you go with um, were, were really important early decisions. Since then, I mean, the business has expanded and we've had to make other choices, but I, I think that the, the ability to even get to that place goes back to, to where we started, which is coming to where, my home, Atlanta, and building a team that, uh, that was up for the challenge. You talk about being 24 with this vision of of starting um, this enterprise. Who were you talking to back then? Who were your mentors that gave you that confidence, that gave you that support, that helped you believe and bring to fruition what you were trying to accomplish? So I, I've got to start close to home. My 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 parents are entrepreneurs, and so I had the the uh, ability to really learn about business um by watching them over the years and so though that was always have been my primary mentors um personally and professionally past that though man i i really have been been inspired by a lot of the entrepreneurs that that really everybody sees um and have been mentored in many ways by studying their uh their process and believing that while um you know we're not there yet if we put the work in and are, are are diligent about every step that we you know are taking in the business that we've got an opportunity to uh to to, to join uh, them but i mean the, the closest to me and an example has always been my my parents um who are pretty well known entrepreneurs uh, in atlanta atlanta has been a city where the business community has always played a role in supporting, you know, civil rights, supporting culture, um, just supporting growth for the city. So as a young business leader yourself, how do you think about your role as someone who gets to hopefully push Atlanta to this next this next phase of growth, you know, this this future phase of Atlanta? How do you see your your role or how how are you stepping into that role as someone who, who will have some influence in being able to have a voice and say what you think um, needs to be done, or just giving uh, your perspective? How do you feel about that? I mean, it's a, it's a tremendous responsibility. Uh, you have to to with any amount of um, interest that folks have in your thoughts and opinions on any topic um, remain. <laughs> humbled right that 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 that's even um an interest that anyone has 
right, and respect and cherish the fact that you're in uh, the position to be able to do so. And so I, I think that that uh, requires a ton of research to make sure that you're understanding um, what's happening, but it, it also requires you to really listen to make sure that you're being uh, the type of leader that folks want to be representing uh, them and and you know how they feel about things. But I think that anytime uh, a leader feels like you know it is it, it is uh, them and them alone um, that you know is important to the discussion, they've lost the the, the real magic and uh, responsibility that comes with um, you know have, having folks view you in that way. So I'm honored uh, each and every time folks ask us, uh, TGS, you know, what our thoughts are about something and do my best to make sure that I represent uh, the community here well um, and, and know that, you know, that, that there could be uh, someone else tasked with that same um, opportunity that, that isn't me um, at, at some point. And so I, I need to do the, the best that I can while uh, – while the opportunity is still, still mine. You mentioned that there are expansion plans for the gathering spot, other cities in mind. But I, I, I think back to the origin story around starting in Atlanta. What, what about Atlanta's culture, or I guess what about, what about the how? You know, what about the how you did it in Atlanta? Are you maybe trying to export to other places, even though they'll have their own you know, their own flavor, but what what was it about the sort of genesis of what you made in Atlanta that you hope to maybe bring to other cities or other locations of the gathering spot? I mean, what we're pursuing here is, is not overly complex, right? We're asking the question, what happens when people who would ordinarily not meet one another have the opportunity to do so? What happens when a creative in the city meets a person that's starting a business and then that person meets a person that's working for one of the largest companies in the world that's based here that value that 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 goal of of, of building community is is not something that i think is an atlanta specific um problem right but i do think is modeled in atlanta better than a lot of cities so I mean, our, our our goal in any market that we expand to is to do that same thing um, wherever we go. Connect people, make make it uh, to a place where when you look in our restaurant, you see a person that's wearing a T-shirt and jeans sitting next to a person that's wearing a suit and tie, and they're talking they're talking to one another. That's our that's our goal, and we think a lot of cities will benefit um, from having communities where they're able to uh, to get closer to what really are, are folks that are their neighbors. So I, I don't look at um, that fundamental interest of, of being in community with folks as anything new, nor do I look at it as something that's specific to this city. Thinking back to your roots in Atlanta and I guess how you move in Atlanta these days, what are your favorite places in Atlanta besides the gathering spot? whether they be private spaces or public spaces that help center you in the city, that give you the most sense of, you know, inspiration or peace, or just help ground you in the work that you're doing. What, what are those places? 
Yeah, I mean, that that's actually a really interesting question. Uh, I'll, I'll start by saying I spend an incredible amount of time here at, at TGS. I'm not here and probably at my house, but there are some places in the city that um, that I really appreciate. And I think that that continue to uh, demonstrate what what's special about Atlanta. So um, whether that's, you know, going to where I go to church at, at Cornerstone Church um, in the West End or being at, at Local Green, uh, which is which is owned by uh, amazing entrepreneur, uh, Zach Wallace, or Slutty Vegan, which is you know, everyone I think at this point um, knows about. I like being um, in the and, and frequenting places where the community um, is. Big sports uh, person too. So um, if if when we're allowed to get uh, back to the, the arenas in town, you, you will find me uh, pretty consistently at uh, at Hawks and Falcons games. But I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, there, there aren't a ton of places in the in the city that I uh, that I, I I go to on a on a super super consistent basis. But that list um, that I just gave you is some of the places that I probably go a little bit more than than others. Thinking about this notion of legacy, and you're still crafting your legacy uh, as an Atlanta and as a business owner, but as you think about your work, the gathering spot, Atlanta, how do you want to be, be viewed as an Atlantan, as an ambassador for Atlanta, um, given the work that you do? Uh, I mean, I, ho- I hope to be known as a, as a community-centered uh, person, right? As, as a person that helped to, to connect people and that you know, when people think about what the uh, business stands for, that they they also get you know what I stand for um, in, in many ways, which is just uh, trying to make our communities a, a better place by doing that old school thing of making sure people have the, uh, the the context to know one another. So, I mean, as long as folks get that, um, I, I couldn't be more uh, more happy with with any other you know outcome i just want folks to remember what we what we stood for and, and why we do this each day atlanta legacy makers is an initiative led by central atlanta progress and the city of atlanta special thanks to our amazing partners Atlanta Downtown Improvement District, Atlanta Public Schools, Constellations, Gene Kansas Commercial Real Estate, the Ivan Allen College of Liberal Arts at Georgia Tech, One Atlanta, and Supporter Report. Atlanta Legacy Makers is hosted and produced by Floyd Hall. That's me. Music by Smith and Cash. Last but not least, thank you, Atlanta. Atlanta.